Westplex 107.1, it is BS in the morning. And uh, Shelly, real quick, let me see if you're working okay. Say something. Well, you know, I never work okay. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Okay. Oh, okay, you meant the microphone. Yes. yes. Oh, okay, well, it seems to be working. Yes, it seems to be working. Okay, we're a little bit late this morning. My fault. Uh, some technical changes here at the studio had to do and didn't quite get everything uh, squared away. I know that's people going like, well, what a wimp. <laughs> but anyway, that's the case. Um, you know, I'll be honest with you, Shelly. You and I, we have to take things to a higher level. What do you think? I absolutely agree. And, you know, yesterday, what was it about the fact that when you looked out the window and there was snow on the ground? Well, not a lot, depending where you're at. It was probably, if you parked your car outside, it was probably, you know, on the hood of your car, the windshield, stuff like that. Didn't that make things even more depressing? Um, I will say that it had to... It, Yeah, it, it's made the whole scenario a little bit more uh obvious well how things have changed the last time we were on the air on uh, friday morning we now are under a uh, stay-at-home order from the city as uh, no excuse me as the, from the county as i understand this is the st louis county uh, yes st louis county went into effect a minute after midnight this morning uh st louis city goes into effect what 6 p.m this evening isn't that what it is I have no idea. I um, just know that they were both on uh, stay-at-home order. Right, but I don't think the city officially is in St. Charles County. Steve Elman has opted not to go along with the stay-at-home order, but yet yep. there's all sorts of rumors that uh, the governor will issue a statewide stay-at-home order. This is going to be in effect for a month. Um, you know, normally this time of the year, I feel very positive about things when we get into spring. And, you know, I know we've already in the past, if you've lived in this area for a while, you've always had these crazy things where we've had some pretty heavy snows in late March and early April when it's been spring. But I don't know. I mean, this time it's like, okay, I, I, I continue to. And by the way, you know, if I don't have enough uh, issues that I'm dealing with, you know, the transmission, my car is going out. The blue car? Yeah. Yesterday, uh, I, I had to make a, uh, a a trip to pick up some equipment. And on the way out there, uh, it started shifting weird. And then I, you know, as I was back into parking space, I put it into reverse. No reverse. <laughs> it still drives forward most of the time, but there is no reverse. And it's one of those goofy things. You're it, killing me, Smalls. Oh, man. Uh, you know, you know. I, I, I check. I'm, I'm a guy that does a lot of maintenance on my vehicles and to the point where mm -hmm. maybe I get a lot of miles out of them. But first thing I did was I pulled over and with automatic transmission, um, most cars, you're supposed to check the transmission level. And I do quite frequently. You're supposed to check the transmission level in a neutral or excuse me in driver neutral um level with the engine idling and you know i've a, never done that oh yeah there's a dipstick you pull the dipstick out in the whole bit and with the transmission your transmission depending upon which manufacturer you have because some of the ones use different fluid but for most of them the transmission fluid's supposed to be sort of like you know a reddish or a pinkish color and it's not supposed to smell and if your transmission fluid is like black and it stinks like like you know it's burnt you got a problem. Well, I pull my dipstick out, and I just did this like about a couple weeks ago. Pull the dipstick out, and everything's fine. 
I'm going, oh, what is it? And then I started getting check engine lights, and my overdrive light starts flashing on and off, and I'm going, oh. It's never good when they flash. <laughs> that is that is the situation. So, so okay, now, you and I have, we, we've really not talked over the weekend, have we? Not at all, actually. Oh, man, I got all sorts of crazy stuff to tell you. I got all sorts of crazy people calling me and telling me this and telling me that. And yeah, somebody called me at like 9.30 last night. That was me. That was you? Well, uh, that's something else. That's the reason I've been sort of ripping the studio apart here is that you and I, um, you know, we'll, we'll just we'll just work things right out here on the air, okay? Um, what was sent to me over the weekend was an interesting article about this guy who's on the radio in New York City. And let's see if I can find it. Uh, he's been on the air for a long, 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 long time. Uh, and his name is, da, 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 where's that? His name is Brian Lear. Okay, you ever heard of him before? I have not. He's on WNYC, which is like the NPR station in New York City, which is comparable to uh, St. Louis Public Radio, KWMU here in the St. Louis area. And uh, it talks about how the, the headline in the article is, uh, he's uh, part Mr. Rogers and part policy wonk. And he's been doing this talk show for years and years and years and years and years. And how he's gotten to the point where he's like the calming voice of New York City. And uh, not only is he a, a radio guy, but he's got like a couple master's degrees and a bachelor's degree. And he's sort of a, you know, one of these guys that knows a lot about politics and in in policy and i think his master's one of his master's degree is in like political science or something like that anyway the idea was and it was sent to me by someone saying this is what you need to do you need to be on the air more often and you need to essentially be the calming voice what do you think do you think i could be the calming voice <laughs> you absolutely could be the calming voice Okay, so... If you listen to what the professionals are saying. Well, and see, what bothers me is, was it yesterday or Saturday? I I have to tell you, I'm getting increasingly frustrated by some of these news outlets and some of the people they put on the air. I heard a doctor who was like Mr. Gloom and Doom. And I mean, this guy was talking about, oh, it's going to get terrible uh, within the next week or so. There's going to be hundreds of thousands of people in the United States that's going to die. And by the time the summer's here, there'll probably be millions of Americans who are going to die. And I'm going like, okay, I don't know about that. I don't think that's the right message to be sent right now. You know, I don't think that's the right message to be sent. I still am, you know, and I know I'll get in trouble for this. I'm still am skeptical about the fact that if you just run the numbers, you know, like in the state of Missouri, or like, you know, uh, it, it's just, the numbers just aren't there. Now, I get it. There are people that will jump on me and go like, now hold on a minute now. It's to the point where it's going to, it's going to, um, you know, it's going to, uh, 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 you know, get worse, like logarithmic. And if you know about logs, you know, like, yeah. like for example, yeah. in, in... Exponentially. Yes, in, in audio... You have like if you look at like the, if you know like what a VU meter is. If you look at a VU meter, it has like minus twenty, minus ten, stuff like that. Okay, 
And like if you have uh, uh, if you have a a uh, uh, if you if you double the power in something like let's say you have an amplifier if you double the power it only gives you like if if you if you had uh, uh, your your stereo at home calibrated where you could you could uh, double the power you could see how much power you're putting out to your speakers that's only a three dB increase okay so it's not to the point where if you double the power it gets twice as loud and if you double the power again it gets four times as loud it doesn't work like that. Okay, but that's essentially what he's saying. He's saying as we get through the weeks now, and everybody is pointing to Italy. But once again, over the weekend, I read this fascinating articles about what's going on in Italy, and they now are saying what part of the problem is, but nobody will come out and talk about this because you know why? Why? It involves illegal immigrants from China in Italy. And you're going like, okay, so why is that? It's because of the fact that Italy has sort of turned a blind eye to illegal Chinese immigration to work in the clothing factories. And I, I, I found two or three different articles about this, that Italy has a couple different issues. First off, Italy has an aging problem. There, and, and here's the other thing. And when I read this, I thought to myself, oh, hold on a minute now. Italy has an aging problem. There aren't a lot of young people in Italy. Now, having said that, I'm a North County guy, okay? I grew up in North County. A lot of Catholic people in North County. A lot of big families in North County. And that was always been sort of the thing that, you know, like if you found somebody that had like a bunch of kids, oh, they must be Catholic. And nine times out of ten, they are. So in the hotbed of Catholicism, Italy... Why are they having a population problem? You know what I'm saying? Because all of the kids are abroad, but when they when they're needed, they will come back home. Well, I don't know if that's the case. But the what the article talked about was there weren't any people, young people to work in the factories. So what they did was all these illegal factories sprung up all over Italy and they brought in all these Chinese people. And the Chinese people are essentially running all these factories in Italy because, you know, and it's all clothing factories. I mean, mostly clothing factories because of the fact that the 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 gold plated uh, symbol of fine uh, apparel is if you can put a made in Italy sticker on it. And the reason they don't make it in in China and then import it is because the fashion industry is so fickle that they need to be able to change on a dime. And if you produce clothing in, in, in uh, China, by the time it was produced, by the time it was shipped, you know, through cargo ships and the whole bit, it would be 30 to 45 days till it ended up in Europe. But if you manufacture all this clothing in Italy, it could literally be in most of Europe the next day or two days later. So they, they have all these illegal factories with all these illegal Chinese workers in Italy. And yet... The one article I read said nobody's really sort of connecting the dots because it's not politically correct. And I'm thinking, wow, Italy has that problem, too. <laughs> There's things you can't say. <laughs> I think <laughs> you know? the whole world has that problem. Well, and, 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 you know, I get it. It's, a, it's an aspect of, of, of money. But, you know, the situation now is, is you know, and, and, and the smartest woman just texted me, which she says, numbers have quadrupled since last week. Eyes wide shut. You know, the smartest woman is, is, very, is very cynical of, of, of me. And I get it. 
And I know a lot of people are like that. And I walk the line that, you know, maybe I'm like the naysayer, like I'm sticking my head in the ground. But by the same token, you know, it's like the orders that have gone into effect. If you read the St. Louis County order that went into effect at midnight, 1201 this morning, the penalties, it doesn't really say what the penalties are. They say, essentially, they're saying like, hey, we're going to make it up as we go along now. The interesting thing about this is but, that but they almost have to do that. Well, because the whole situation is changing hourly, Brad. Yeah, but here's the problem: they say you can go. There's really no but. Yo, there is it's a but. Changing hourly. No, no, there is a but because of the fact that that there's exemptions already into the rule. If you and I uh, want to go get food, we can do that. So let's say the police officer pulls you over, and you're going, "What are you doing?" I go, "I'm going to get food." Well, where are you going to get food at? I'm going to get food in South County. Well, there's a schnooks right down the street from you. I know, but I don't like that schnooks. I like the schnooks in South County better. Are they going to give you a ticket? I don't know. Are they? I don't know. That's, that's the problem. Nobody knows. Now, here's what's interesting. You and I are exempt. Did you know that? Why? We're considered mission critical people. Why? No, seriously, we are. And I and, know, seriously, why? Well, because of what we're supposed to be doing right now. We're supposed to be calming the people. We're supposed to be informing our audience. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Okay, so I'm gathering that you don't like the fact that somebody thinks that you should be the calming voice. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I don't have a problem with that. I, and and I and I do think that that you know that that what we have done in the past, you know, me personally through my you know career in radio, uh, when the stuff hits the fan, I've always been the guy who said, you know the what, defecation contacts the rotary oscillator. Right. You know, we know what we can get through this. I've been through nine eleven. I've been through you know. I mean, as 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 a radio station owner and and a person who has dealt with the public. And dealt with businesses. And we both, you and I both deal with the public and we deal with businesses. And our job is, you know, our job is, is it may sound crazy at this point, but our job is to help people's business grow. That's what we do. We that don't, is what we do. That's who we are. Right. We don't put ads on the radio, you know, saying, you know, hey, Jim Smith has a really pretty business. You know, he has a really nice showroom. No, we're saying, hey, Jim Smith has got a really nice showroom of all the new appliances that you'd need for your house. And you need a washer, dryer, go see Jim Smith. I'm making that up because I'm, I'm not going to mention anybody because if I mention somebody particular, they may go, I can't believe you said that about me. Um, anyway, the idea being that, um, where was I going with this? The, oh, oh, you and I being exempt. Now. I'm going to take a break here because we have some commercials to play. We got the weather. And by the way, it's cold outside. Is, is it? Is it cold? Oh, my God. It's 37 degrees officially right now. It's like, it's like. Oh, I'm so tired of that. Yeah, and it's supposed to only get up to 51 tomorrow. The high is only going to be 45. Uh, then once we get into Wednesday, 60, Thursday, 73. Uh, Jennifer. I could deal with all that, but they need to bring out the sun. Yeah, it's been uh, weekend. Uh, I don't think. I'm trying to think. Well, there was a little bit of sun Saturday. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't totally sunny all day Saturday, uh, but uh, yesterday was, man, <laughs> it was depressing yesterday. I'm sorry. Just great, 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 great. Okay, we are going to take a break, 
and uh, I don't know. Do I sound right to you? I sound weird or hollow or something like that. Maybe it's the stuff you I do hear sound weird or hollow. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I'm trying to think. I had somebody just text me and ask me say that I was uh, nasally. Well, I did some changes to the studio, and I don't know exactly um, what because, um, and I'll explain it to you in a couple of minutes. Anyway, let's okay. take a break. It's six forty-eight. Westplex okay. one hundred seven point one. I didn't hold on a minute, Shelley. I didn't hear what you're saying. Uh, I had to do something here real quick. Uh, six fifty-five. It's BS in the morning. I am Brad. She's Shelley. Okay, what were you saying again? Is this something we can say on air? Or is it, are we? Are we <laughs> There's barely things that we could say on No, no. You, you, it comes out of my mouth. You were starting but, to talk just as um, we had anyway, to go back on. so I've got Katie Malloy. Okay. Um, and she's with Elite Heating and Cooling. Okay. And she said that she would love to talk to you about her business. Okay. Let's do that. Can we do that next hour then? Absolutely. And okay. we've also got Caleb Hunter, the one and only. Okay. Is he going to come on as well too? Yes. Great, 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 great. Okay, so we'll do those. We'll do those next hour. Or okay. here, here's the other thing. You and I are going to play uh, fast and loose this morning. Okay. Um, what if I told you that uh, we will stay on the air a little bit longer today, longer than normal? Do you okay. Hear, do you hear that beeping? It's like an alarm going off somewhere. Is that on your no, end or mine? No, it sounds end? like a, it. No, it sounds like a uh, um, a uh, trash truck reversing. Did you hear that? Yes. Hmm. Is that at your place or my place? It's at your place. Oh. <laughs> Maybe they're coming to get me. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, okay, this is, uh, you know, for the guys in the truck, right? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> do we stay on, you and I stay on longer now? Do we stay on until sure. like eight thirty, nine o'clock? That's fine. Okay, now here's the other crazy thing. Do you think it would do any good if maybe we did an afternoon show as well too? BS in the morning in the PM. How about that? BS in the morning in the PM. <laughs> we could do that. Okay, we'll, we'll 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 walk through that as we can because what what we have is, and you know what? This is a small radio station. You know, you know when 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 we lose a listener, we cut our audience in half, right? That's what you say, but we all know that's a bunch of BS. Okay. Uh, and you know, the amazing thing for me is the podcast thing is really starting to take off. I'm seeing more and yeah, more. Yeah, people are really listening. It's well, funny. I, you know, I guess that's one of the interesting aspects of when you look at it, it's the aspect of what has turned into, uh, as far as media, is what they call the on-demand or the non-linear uh, consumption of media. The idea being is back in the day, if you wanted to watch a TV show, you had to be, you know, like, let's go back, you know, 40, 50 years ago. You had to have your butt in the couch, you know, at seven o'clock when that TV show came on. And then along Correct. came, you know, VCRs and then TiVo. And now it's to the point where if you have most cable systems and most satellite systems, uh, you've got the DVR where you can just say, well, my favorite show is, you know, I watch, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, what's what's the one on NBC? Uh, the, the last of the soap operas uh, as the world turns. No, it's not that one. Uh, days of our lives days of our lives okay so if you're a days fan uh, and i know people who are days fans they set their dvr so that they uh, you know record that and then at the evening they sit and they watch days of their lives so the idea being time shifting or non-linear or whatever you want to call it has gotten to be sort of uh, the big thing and even in our industry uh, i know right here in st louis dave glover uh, his show has had over a million downloads through um, Apple Podcast. I'm going like, whoa, 
that's that's pretty significant uh, when you when you look at that. And we started doing our podcast what back in December, and uh, you can go to our website bsthemorning.show, or if you just want to you know go a shortcut, bradbs.com will take you right to our podcast page, and uh, you can download the shows. And what I typically do is uh, we record the show, I edit it up, um, and usually after an hour or so with uh, with us getting off the air. It's up on the web, so you can actually listen to it. But uh, the numbers keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and I'm surprised at that. Uh, what's sort of interesting is also it shows where our our listeners um, are, how their listeners consuming. You know, it shows you what kind of device. And the one thing that sort of cracks me up is that we've got five percent wearables. Now, what's a wearable? I honestly have no idea. <laughs> I'm going like, okay. I you know I know we know. Is that that ugly little white thing that that they wear that sits out of their ear and goes nowhere? Well, no, but but that's that's that is so ridiculous. That's that's Wi-Fi. I mean, I'm not the Wi-Fi. That's Bluetooth. That's like you know the, yeah. the iPod, the 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 you know the the, the wireless Bluetooth iPods. Right. Okay, but this is maybe that's but but still you have to use it on your phone. Um, and, and when I'm going like, okay, wearable, because it breaks it down, you know, uh, you know, uh, it breaks it down as far as iOS. It shows how many people are listening you, with Safari, which is, which is um, Apple. And then it breaks it down as far as the other types of things. Then it shows you what device, you know, a smartphone, desktop, smart speaker, that kind of stuff. Hold it, smart, uh, oh, okay. Excuse me. I do know. Watches. That's the wearables. So we got people listening to us on their watch. Can you believe they that? They do. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Why didn't I think of that? I'm thinking wearables. What is that? Yeah, I didn't know either. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so uh, you're supposed to say something. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. That's why I wasn't talking at all. <laughs> oh, you not talk because you think I'm going to talk. When, I can. I can hold my tongue. <laughs> when's the first time? Not very well. <laughs> when's but the first time I that's try. happened? Uh, so we're going to move along, and the show will sort of be in flux. Uh, oh, oh, and by the way, we'll talk about this next hour, okay? Mm-hmm. And this is one of these things where, and I'm not trying to be critical of the government, but this is one of these things where it's frustrating to me when you have this kind of a situation. I'll just say a CISA letter, okay? And you're probably going like, what is he talking about? CISA, C-I-S-A. First off, did you even know there was a government agency? that was referred to as CISA, C-I-S-A? And the I sec- did not. And the second thing is, do you know what they do? Do you have any idea? Um, no, but I will. And quite honestly, up until Friday at about 4.15, I had no idea what this agency was, nor what it did as well, too. So we'll both learn that together, and that'll be our uh, first break next hour. Uh, this is BS okay, in the Morning. just so you know, Katie will come on about 7.10. Oh, okay, 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 cool. Okay, this so this is our first break. Uh, well, actually, we're into the next hour because I'm behind. So let's get caught up here. And this is BS in the Morning. Our web address is bsinthemorning.show. Uh, that's uh, the web address for us, uh, this particular show. The radio station we're on is westplex1071.com. That's where you can check us out. And we can give you all sorts of other websites as we move along for businesses that we think that you should be uh, patronizing. 702. Westplex 107.1. I'm a little bit late on that. Uh, by the way, I do believe I had the right number, Shelly, and I got voicemail on Katie's number. So, uh, She's waiting for you. Oh, now? Yep. 
Okay, you just, I mean, but I just, I just called and I got, I got, I got uh, her voice. I just texted her. I was listening to you and um, she's probably waiting to see my phone number. Okay. So, um, talk, she knows. Talk for a minute and, and, uh, I'll I'll do this. Hold on. Okay. Um, so everybody, how's everybody doing today? I know that it's been a cold gray bucket of suck the whole weekend and, um, I, I hope everybody stayed in, and if they didn't stay in, they they uh, you know practiced the. Um, I know it's called. Hold on. So I know it's called. Well, I have to go to my other thing. Maybe I, ca- I don't know what it's called. I, I called her again, and I got voicemail. Went right to voicemail. Okay. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll try to pick her up later in the hour. I, I, it goes right to voicemail. It just, she just comes in and says, I'm not available. Please leave a message. So anyway, okay. <laughs> we'll try that. Okay, so let's go back to what I was talking about earlier, the CISA thing. Okay, so I'm going to an appointment on, where, where, where was I going? Um, I was going to pick up something on Friday afternoon. And I jump in the car and I start pressing buttons. You know, I'm a radio guy. And, you know, hear this, hear that. Bonk. And then I hit the button for 97.1. And it's Dave Glover. A little bit after 4 o'clock. They just got it in the news. And he's coming on and he goes like, hey, guess what? I have a letter. We just received a letter. All of us here in the studio just received a letter. And I'm thinking to myself, well, this is the radio business. They've all been fired. <laughs> the way things are going lately. <laughs> That's funny. We talked about the uh, entire morning show being uh, fired at K-Rock, K-R-O-Q in Los Angeles, which is like this iconic station um, last week. But anyway, so he says he got a letter from CISA, C-I-S-A. So I'm going like, you know. And, I, and just so you know, I did know about them. Okay. But did you know by that by that? designation of CISA, C-I-C-I-S-A? I don't think most people do. I think I don't think most people have heard of that before. And what CISA is, let me bring up the, the webpage or the official title. It's uh, the uh, Cyber what cyber infrastructure uh, security administration okay this is cyber under security basically right but the, that's what the ci cy uh, uh, is uh, or c is cyber i is infrastructure and s is security and a is administration okay and it's part of homeland security okay and what they did was they uh, what dave glover was talking about the fact that he got a letter from cisa designating him as a mission critical employee so therefore exempt from any kind of uh, you know ordinances uh, whatever they did like in the city or the county what they've already done in a county in st louis county what they will do in the city this afternoon what some people are saying that's going to happen for the entire country that essentially it's going to be a lockdown you're not allowed to leave your house the only time you're allowed to leave your house is if you have to go pick up medicine or if you go get food other than that you're uh, you're locked down to your house so he's been declared a mission critical person and if then and he's supposed to carry that letter with him so in other words if he's driving around and he's going to the radio station he's going to work and he gets pulled over by the police hey what are you doing you show him the letter and say hey i'm a mission critical person i'm a media person and media is exempt from that okay so do we have anything that says that we're media people well (laughs) see what's interesting about that is then that night i heard a national talk show host out of los angeles also say that he had a CISA letter and he had a state of california press pass 
Now, what's sort of interesting mm. about this is that I contacted, and the lady who does the public relations for St. Charles County, a Mary Inger, very nice lady, I, and we get press releases from her all the time. And by the way, if you want to see a lot of her work, we've got a new website up, westplex.news. Uh, and you can see the information there from St. Charles County. It's a new site we've put up. Uh, we're growing it. And specifically about, you know, the Westplex area, St. Charles City, you know, St. Charles County, St. Peter's, O'Fallon, Wentzville, you know the rest. Okay, so I contacted her and I said, the St. Charles County issue press passes. And she said, we issue press, you know, invitations to certain events, but no, there is no countywide press pass that you would carry with you that would identify you as working media. Okay. So uh, anyway, I hear this, you know, Dave Glover talking about the Sissel letter. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, we've got three radio stations. We have three transmitter sites. I routinely have to drive here and there to the various studios, to a various transmitter sites to fix things, to, you know, adjust things, to check on things. There's certain things by law we're required to check on on a, you know, a, a, you know, weekly, monthly kind of basis. I have to actually go to the transmitter sites and verify that this works and stuff like that. No big deal. Okay. So I find the Washington, D.C. number for CISA. And by this time, it's like 430 in the afternoon, which would be 530 Washington, D.C., so there's a 202 number. There's an 800 number. And I don't know about you, but I've gotten to the point where I see an 800. Oh, boy. I'm going to go, hi, thank you for calling. We're so happy that you've reached out. You know, you get like that. It's like, uh, let me talk to a real person. So I call this 202 number, and a guy actually answers. And I, you know, and I say, is this, this? Oh, yeah. And I explain to him, and he says to me, this is funny, we don't issue any letters like that. <laughs> Get where I'm going so with it. So who did? Well, once again, this is the bureau. And, 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 and you know, I know I'm going to get in trouble because people are going to say, well, things are terrible now. Things are you shouldn't make fun of the government. On one hand, the government is issuing these letters. But when I talk to that agency, they say they don't issue the letters. Okay, fine. I get it. You know, I mean, it's to the point where one hand doesn't know what the other hand's doing. And I explained to him, I said, well... I'm listening to another radio station here. I'm in the St. Louis area. I'm listening to another radio station, and they're talking about how they have their CISA, you know, mission-critical employee letters. And he said, well, I don't know what to tell you. So he gives me a two email addresses, and you and I both have this on our email when we send someone an email. For the most part, we know when they open it. We get a little bounce back that says, you know, your email was opened. So at about... Nine o'clock Friday evening, I get bounce back that my one email was opened. About 10 o'clock, I get a bounce back that my other email was opened. Uh, then about two or three o'clock in the morning, you know, bang, bang, they're opening my emails again, but nobody ever responds back. So, and I think this is one of the interesting things is that because of the fact that what we're trying to do is I physically have to get out and about to um, our various locations. And I have to tell you, I was in uh, Washington last night and it is a ghost town. I mean, it's almost sort of like spooky ghost town kind of stuff to the point where, you know, you see that on the highways. There was a spot last night when I was driving in 44. There was a spot I was driving in 270 where I looked out ahead of me and I thought to myself, there is nobody in front of me for at least a half mile. When does that happen? Christmas morning at like seven o'clock. You know, I've been on the road many times, like on Christmas morning. You know, you and I talk about the fact that that 
that's one thing that I've always been amazed at when you get up early, like on Christmas morning at like six or seven o'clock. Now, if you live out in the woods, it's no big deal. But if you live like near, um, you know, roads and highways like I do, there's like a certain hum that's always there. You know what I mean? From people driving along. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, it's like white noise. Right. And on Christmas morning at like seven o'clock, it's not there because of the fact that there's nobody out driving around on Christmas morning at seven o'clock in the morning. So that's the way it was sort of yesterday afternoon and, and early evening. At one point in time, I was on 44 going eastbound. And uh, matter of fact, I was out in the uh, uh, between Antire Hill and 141. And there's a you know, couple spots there where there's like a long downhill grade when you come off Antire Hill. And you can see, you know, at least probably half to three quarter mile in front of you. Nobody in front of me. And I'm going like, man, there is nobody out and about. And I'm thinking to myself, is that good or is that bad? Um, that's because they're going by the protocol. Well, but, but as of, as of last night, you know, yesterday evening, there was none. Uh, the St. Louis County one kicked in at 12.01 this morning. The St. Louis City one, I think, kicks in at 6 o'clock this afternoon, 6 o'clock this evening. So as of when I was out there, there was nobody around. Now, I have to tell you that I am, <laughs> and this is, people are going to roll their eyes when I say this, but I'm one of these guys that I'm a junk food guy. I admit it, you know? You know, the Quickie Mart's one of my favorite places. Well, normally when I get off the air in the morning uh, and I do, you know, do a couple things, then I like hit the road and go and talk to clients and things like that. I usually hit the, the QT, you know, by my, my place. And um, guess what? Can't get a refill in your soda anymore. I got one of those Yeti knockoff tumblers that I use. Can't refill your soda. Can't get a donut. Can't get anything. Um, I'm a guy that goes to Schnooks all the time. I love Schnooks cookies, and I love Schnooks bagels. And you know what? I'm a single guy, live by myself, so I don't normally buy, like, you know, a loaf of bread or, like, six bagels. Can't buy singles anymore. They've eliminated that. And to the point where, for the last couple of days, I have, I uh, during the day, I eat at McDonald's at the drive-thru. And that's pretty much it. And yesterday, I went through the drive-thru, and I ordered my food, and when the lady gave it to me, I looked at her right in the eye and I said, thank you so much for showing up for work and thank you for the great job you're doing. And she looked at me like I had three heads because she's probably getting yelled at by everybody. You know what I'm saying? She probably is. <laughs> How come it took so long? Because, you know, once again, you can't go inside in the restaurants anymore. So you have to sit in the drive-thru and the drive-thru lines have become, shall we say, long exponentially long to the point where sometimes you know you're like car number 12 you know that kind of thing yeah i did that yesterday where was i i don't i don't know where i was at but it was it took forever oh i was getting ice cream sandwiches from freddy's and it took forever yeah well and i get it you know and, and quite honestly there's probably a lot of people that who you know are supposed to be working who won't work and I'm not going to make a judgment call on that. I mean, if you to the point where if you really feel that I don't really want to go out and expose myself to the public, I get it. That wouldn't be me. You know, I mean, if I was, uh, you know, working a, a job at a place like that, and to a certain extent, that's what we're doing. We could essentially say, hey, we're not going to go on the air because of the fact that, you know, things are different and people aren't, you know, I mean, but, you know, you got to sort of suck it up and move forward. So anyway, um, we're going to take a break. Did you text Katie that I could not get through her? Yes, and she is turning off her phone. She said, give her two minutes, 
and uh, how see long, if that helps. How long ago was it two minutes ago? Um, hold on, please. Yeah. Hold, please. Okay. <laughs> this is the new and maybe not so improved BS in the morning where we're going to try 720. to... 7.20. Okay, so it's 7.22. Okay. I tell you what, let me let me let me see if I can. Uh, 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 well, I tell you what, let's let's take a break. We'll take a break here, and um, if I can get her, let me do this. I gotta change this around. Do this, do that. We'll take some commercials. If I can get her on, we'll pick her up on the backside of the commercials. Okay, it's it's at, perfect. It's seven twenty three. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. Uh, we are doing things a little bit differently. It's Brad and Shelly. I am Brad. She is Shelly. Our website address is bsinthemorning.show. Now, as we've talked about, we're trying to uh, sort of move forward and uh, help out uh, our fellow uh, citizen, if you want to call it that way, and also our fellow fellow business person and an advertiser in the state, uh, station. Let me see. I make sure you got your right. Katie, you can hear me okay? I can. Okay. Hold on a minute. I don't think she's coming across the air. Okay, now, can you hear me okay? I can hear you. There we go. Okay, this is Katie Malloy. Um, her and her husband run Elite Heating and Cooling, correct? That is correct. And um, you are still very much in business. We absolutely are. Um, we are deemed an emergency service uh, through the state, so we are open um, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it's the type of thing where if someone does have problems with their HVAC system, they will call you, you will come out. Now, are there people, and, and I'm going to just ask you this up front, are there people who maybe might hesitate calling you and say, well, I don't want them in my house? There, there very well could be. Um, however, we do have a no-contact option. If you've got a walkout basement, you can just op- open that door, let them in. They can let themselves in, let themselves out, and you can take a, we can take a credit card payment over the phone. So. Interesting. Interesting. So you don't even have to meet them or anything like that? Not necessarily. Not if they feel more comfortable that way. I'll be darned. Now, how long have you and your husband been in business now? Uh, since 2003. So we are coming up on 17 years this September. You know what they say, small business, if you make it five years, you're golden, right? I sure hope so. (laughs) Now, this time of the year, and especially since yesterday, this is a crazy time of the year because uh, some people are probably thinking about their air conditioning, but yesterday and today, they're thinking about heat. True, true. Um, We are still performing maintenances on both uh, your furnace and or your heat pump and your air conditioner. So, it is still a great time to have a technician come out. He can do all of the work outside and never have to talk to you. Um, and like I said, if you do have that walkout basement, he can let himself in and out uh, without having any contact as well. Now, give us... Um, a preventative maintenance, is, or I'm sorry, a planned maintenance is always the way to go. Try to get ahead of it. Now, and, and which brand do you guys uh, normally install? We are both a Linux and a train dealer. And Linux and train. And, and even though you don't have to have those particular brands, if you have... Pretty much anything you can, uh, they can, you can help as far as repair and 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 uh, you know maintenance. Absolutely, our technicians are skilled to work on any brand, um, whether it and and it could be a heat pump, an air conditioner, electric, gas. They are all propane certified, and we've got technicians that take their service vans home every night. They're placed from Washington, Missouri, up into Ellsbury, Troy, Wright City, Ferguson, North St. Charles, down in Afton. So. We're prepared to service within moments. Cool. Now, just just out of curiosity, how was the winter for you? Was this a good winter for you? Because it didn't, I mean, we had a couple of cold spells, but it didn't get like super, super cold like it did a couple years ago. 
You know, it, it's uh, winter is definitely our slower time of the year, but we managed to get through. We're, you know, we're in a growing mode at this point, and we're hoping that the economy sustains and we can maintain as well. Well, we'll do our best for that. Contact information, website, and give me a phone number. Sure. So, um, Elite Heating and Cooling, our phone number is 636-887-0971. Um, and like I said, we are 24 hours a day. The phones will be answered. Our website is um, www.elitecomfortexperts.com. Katie, thank you very much. We do appreciate you being a sponsor of the station. And, uh, you know, what we're trying to do is we're trying to help everybody out. And especially because, and, and I didn't even think about that, because you would be declared mission critical then, wouldn't you? Because, you know, people need their heat and they need their air con. Absolutely. And we, too, are a small business just trying to keep keep everybody employed during this tough time. So. I'm telling you, and that's going to be that's going to be the key because uh, you know it's one of those things where as uh, businesses, unfortunately, as they lay people off, uh, the trickle down effect, and we don't necessarily want to have that happen. Katie, thank you so much. Appreciate your business, and thank you for being on the air with me. Thanks, Brad. Have a great day, guys. Uh huh. Bye bye. Little bit of a problem there with uh, you know I, I got to work on our system still. <laughs> you with me, Shelley? I'm here. Oh. I was just absorbing. Oh, okay. She's good. Yes, yeah, she's very good. Yeah, I mean, you know. And she's very much a community partner. Well, I, I mean, that woman is out in the community. She's kind of like um, Caleb with Extreme Electrical. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> I kid. I kid Caleb about that. <laughs> if you, we'll, we'll talk to him later in the hour. He's got uh, how many uh, uh, people in business drive around in vans that have flames on the front of them, right? <laughs> that is just that is just how how Caleb and Nathan right. roll. But, I'm telling you, they are extreme. But I have always said that you you um, you recognize people who are stand out. Who, who stand out in other words the idea being is is that how do you make an impression on people well maybe you don't like you maybe you don't blend into the crowd and when you're driving down a highway and you see a red van with flames on the front it's like oh it's extreme and my little joke is wherever i see him i take a picture of it and i always stick it on my facebook page and link it to caleb's facebook page and i write he's everywhere he's everywhere that's my little joke and it's sort of funny because I normally do that and people will like comment. I do see them everywhere. And to the point where that's a good thing for a business because of the fact that he's got Toma. You know what Toma is, don't you? Top of mind awareness. Exactly. And you know, you see that and to the point where it's not every morning where you wake up and go, look, I need an electrician, you know, because it's not the kind of thing where we don't, you know, we it's not like drinking coffee or having breakfast or something like that that you do every day in a routine schedule. Uh, electrician is usually if you're, uh, you know, A, have something that uh, your circuit breakers start popping um, or things start smoking, which is not good, or B, if you're changing things around, putting in like, um, you know, maybe an addition to your home or maybe you um, have to put put in uh, more electrical service for a new HVAC system or, you know, a hot tub or something like that, uh, then you would think, oh, who do I call? You call Extreme Electrical because it's top of mind awareness. Okay, we're going to take a break, play a little music, and we'll be back uh, Come with a complete weather forecast coming up at 733. Westplex 107.1, yes, that's the ultimate in social distancing, a couple hundred miles from Japan tonight. How about that I one? think that somebody... Um, texted me and said that it should be distance socializing that's i heard that that's the new thing that's the new deal is it's it's well it doesn't sound so lonely and i totally agree with her 
Well, that you don't you, you did it what now again? It's the otherwise social distance is lonely and distance socializing is not. Okay, do you still hear me okay? I can. Okay, just want to make sure. Okay. Um if people are going like, what's going on with them this morning? We've made some changes in the studio here. And uh, due to the fact that we're going to try to maybe go in a little bit different direction with the station um, and be a little bit more informative. And, you know, I get it. It's mainly a music station. But you know what? Uh, it's just like, and I do remember this, uh, that on KSLQ back in the day after the 9-11 attack, we went all news for like a week. And we didn't play one commercial on the air. Well, uh, well, we did play a couple commercials, not a lot, but we played. We had uh, we had news on the air almost exclusively for a week, and then we slowly but surely went back to music. And I'm not saying we're going to totally take off the music. You and I have some things to discuss off air that I have to talk to you about, Shelley. The couple things that happened to me last night and even early this morning. Uh, some people approaching us about doing some different things. So I'll run that by you as we get uh, down the road here. Um, okay. Things are getting sort of funky in the markets. Uh, if you are someone who follows the stock markets, I'm reading stuff right now. There's all sorts of uh, different uh, contradictions. Is that the futures market, which essentially is uh, the people who are, are essentially buying and trading um, futures of what the market's going to do. Uh, they do that when the market is closed. And at this point, they say it's it, there's a limit that when the uh, the futures market hits a certain number, they stop trading. Uh, and supposedly, I've I've read two different contradicting stories on this that the market will not open at 8:30 our time this morning. That it will open later. That they're going to essentially uh, do some things. Uh, matter of fact, the Fed is doing some things right now. Uh, here's this, uh, the title of an article: "Fed takes major action to support markets as coronavirus weighs on economy." So there's some things going on with that. We'll keep you updated on that. Uh, the local aspect of this is still: if uh, you are in the city, you're supposed to be sheltering in place right now. Uh, excuse me, I've got that backwards again. St. Louis County, you're supposed to be sheltering in place right now. St. Louis City, it's not going into effect till six o'clock. Steve Elman has decided at this point in time not to go along with what the city and the county are doing. And I do believe that's the same situation with Franklin County. You know, you know what's sort of interesting about this, Shelly? <laughs> um, a lot. I have two. Like our world is changing in an instant, I, an instant, an instant. I have two former employees who are now heads of county government. Okay. Uh, Mark Kern who used to work for me way back when, is the, and they don't call it the county executive in St. Clair County, Illinois. It's called the chairman of the board. They have like a, what they call a county board, and he's chairman of the board, which essentially is the same thing as a county executive, okay? He used to work for me, and I talked to Mark last week, and Tim Brinker, who is now the county commissioner in uh, St. Charles, uh, excuse me, in Franklin County, he used to work for me. He used to do football play-by-play for me. Is that crazy or what? That's actually kind of adorable. Mark, I'm not lie. Mark used to do news for me, who's now, uh, and you know what? I told you this off air. God, this is the funniest story. I talked to Mark Kern last week. Haven't talked to him in years. And Mark interned for me a long time ago when I was running a news operation and literally showed up on my doorstep one day. I mean, literally knock on the door. Here's a guy standing there. Hi, my name's Mark Kern, and I want to learn the news business. And we go, okay, fine, come on in. And he worked for us for about a year. Went out and covered press conferences, did a lot of that stuff. And he told us up front, I'm going to go into politics. 
And I think it's important. And this is, you know, you know, back in the 90s. This was not current. I mean, you know, this is back way back when. And he said that I think it's important for anybody who's in politics to understand the press. Oh, well, really? So he worked for us for, um, you know, about a year. And then I believe he went to the broadcast center and actually took like, uh, you know, voice lessons and coaching and things like that and how to be on the air and that kind of stuff. And when I talked to him last week, I said to him, I said, you know, it's really sort of interesting because I remember you coming, you know, and he remembered the whole thing too. Oh, yeah, I remember meeting you. And, and, and it was actually sort of funny because the lady who ran my news operation, a lady by the name of Tori Lyons, who's still in the business, she does traffic for uh, iHeart. You hear her on sometimes on, on uh, various stations around the, the St. Louis area. And uh, she's the one who called me. She says, Brad, it's sort of weird. There's this guy stood up on the doorstep, knocked on the door, came in, wanted to know if we would uh, hire him as a news person. I go, well, I'll come in and meet him. And I met the guy and was really impressed with Mark. Anyway, when I talked to him last week, I said to him, I said, you know, I'm sort of, you know, blown away by that still. That, you know, you, you, you knew exactly where you were headed. He first ran for mayor of Belleville and was elected mayor of Belleville and then ultimately became the, um, the county board chairman in, in, uh, in uh, St. Clair County. And he said... I, I, I wish I would record the call because it was so good. He said to me, I know I needed to learn to talk in sound bites, and that's why I wanted to work with you. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, listen to this. <laughs> the idea being is that you can pontificate as a politician all you want, but what really matters is the, the 10 seconds that the media grabs from your hour-long interview. You know what I'm saying? I do. And <laughs> I thought that was interesting. So anyway, uh, I got sidetracked on the deal with Tim Brinker. I believe, and I have to double check this, that there is no order uh, in, in, in Franklin County. I may be wrong on that. Uh, if somebody wants to correct me, you can uh, text me or call me at six, uh, excuse me, at uh, 314-280-8880. But my understanding is Franklin County and St. Charles County are not complying with the same uh, order that is in an effect with uh, St. Louis City and St. Louis County. So anyway, we'll just move on down the road and find out later. Uh, weather's coming up. Brought to you by, well, it has no sponsor. Oh, yeah, it does. Uh, Wentzville Fire. Jennifer Vochitsky. Yes, Jennifer Vochitsky is going to be in here in just a minute. It is 7.43. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the Morning. I am B. She is S. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. Uh, Shelly, you're doing a nice job with uh, working the uh, texting and the phone. And we now have, who do we have on, Shelly? We have the most wanted man in St. Charles County. Caleb, and, and he gets embarrassed when we... Go extreme, baby. When when we do the top of the hour ID and we say, and now for the most important man in St. Charles County. Does that make you feel good, Caleb? Oh, yeah, you better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb Hunter and your partner, Nathan, um, owners of Extreme Electrical. You were talking about this before. You are considered mission critical as well, too, Correct. From what we understand, yes, we are. So, and because obviously people got to keep their electric on. Now, um, what you're doing right now is is if, if I had to give you a snapshot, give a snapshot of your business, are you mostly residential, commercial, or is it a good mix? Oh, we uh, we are we are diversified in, in several areas. Um, we, we do residential for sure. No, you know, we do nothing too small. We've got several service guys. We we do. Uh, quite a bit of commercial industrial work and we have a uh, telecommunications division we do a lot of uh, cell tower work and uh, we have an excavating division as well so. yeah 
and, and uh, I, kind of got our fingers in quite a few things. And I know the electrician, and back in the day, it was essentially pretty much circuit breaker boxes and running outlets and things like that. But um, you know, with uh, the advent of uh, pre-wiring buildings for uh, commercial, uh, you know, or for like what Cat Six and all that kind of stuff, you do all that, don't you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. So everything things go in uh, the direction of fiber optics now, and uh, yeah, the technology is going through the roof. Now you and I, you and I have talked about this before. You need electricians. Is that still the case? Oh yeah, <laughs> no question there. And we are we are an essential uh, commodity, if you will. But I talk about this all the time. I grew up as a hands-on kind of guy. Man, I started working on cars when I was twelve and thirteen, and did all sorts of things. And that's not necessarily the case. With some of the younger kids, and God, I sound like you know, the younger kids. But I mean, you you tell me, is that the situation you're seeing? Oh yeah, kids kids aren't wrenching like they used to, especially when I was growing up. Uh, you know, we didn't have cell phones and the internet kind of quite like we have it now. I mean, it just started getting big when I was a kid, and uh, so we were out playing with cars and trying to fix things, and 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 it's certainly not like that now. The people. Um, they don't even know what a Phillips screwdriver is. So. <laughs> and I'm not making that up. I mean, we have, you know, it's, it's incredible. Well, and, and, and <laughs> see, it's, it's funny you should mention that, because like I said, I thought to myself, man, am I dating myself or what? Because I grew up, and I love the way you say wrenching it. I mean, I, I grew up with a bunch of guys, and it was like most of the guys I went to school with, we worked on cars. That's what we did. And we welded, and we did all sorts of crazy stuff. And nowadays, you say that, and kids look at you like, you what? You weld? What's that? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's incredible. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it, I'm a hands-on guy. I love working with my hands, and, and people, I, I, you know, the schools now are finally starting to push that, and uh, the STEM STEM uh, activities are starting to become a big thing in schools, and, which is uh, good to see, and then you can see the kids, they're, they're loving it. They're like, wow, this is actually kind of fun. Now, and uh, so I'm glad that's kind of what they're pushing. Now, this time of the year, uh, you're not necessarily a seasonal business like an HVAC company, but what's big this time of the year for you guys that you can help out, uh, uh, you know, customers with? Um, this time of year, this time of year, it's um, a lot of landscape lighting, a lot of outdoor stuff. Uh, Hot tubs, yeah, things like that? Do what? Hot tubs? Do you like, you know, like wiring, like some of the hot tubs need oh, 220? Yeah. yeah, we do a lot of hot tubs, for sure. Um, typically, we don't have a, a coronavirus going around, so a lot of stuff's going a lot faster and starting, and buildings start uh, coming into fruition. It's been in planning over the winter, and uh, so, yeah, we're... Uh, Things uh things this time of year usually start picking up pretty pretty busy. March is usually a busy month. Caleb Hunter, who is uh, one of the owners of Extreme Electrical, if people want to get in touch with you, a uh, phone number, web address, stuff like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. You can give us a call on our uh, office line at six three six nine two five two nine eight eight, or you can find us on the web www.extremeelectricalstl.com. Now, do you have anybody who's like, let's say, not necessarily, uh, you know, right out of high school or anything like that, uh, changing careers, maybe in their 30s or 40s? You have those kind of guys ever show up in your doorstep? 
I think I would say the majority of the people that work for us were in that situation. Really? They, uh, we've got two people that were our former managers at Walmart wanted to do career change and uh, turned out to be just excellent, absolutely excellent employees and and uh, we've got, yeah, we've got a lot of people. We had a, a chef the other day come in and fill out an application. Obviously, they're you know the restaurant industry is hurting right now, but uh, yeah, we've uh, we've got we've got a, a plethora of people, from all kinds of different areas that work for us. It's pretty fun. We actually <laughs> this is a great one. We've got the uh, former Bigfoot driver working for us. Come on, the guy used to drive the the, the Bigfoot truck. Yep. Yes, sir. I'll be darned. Not making that up. <laughs> right. Do you, do you trust him with one of your vans? We do. <laughs> I'm sure he wants it jacked up with big mud tires on it every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. And and if you ever hear that that uh, that uh, uh, one of uh, your employees ran over a couple cars, uh, you'll know who it was, right? Yeah, we'll know exactly who it was. Yeah, all right. <laughs> his arm out with a thumbs up when he's done. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Caleb Hunter, one more time phone number for people if they want to call or even talk to you about a career in, uh, as an electrician. Uh, yeah, give us a call. 636-925-2988. And uh, the, uh, yeah, we're always accepting applications. We not, may, may not be hiring at the time, but we were always uh, accepting applications. So uh, just give us a call. Cool. Appreciate it. We'll do what we can to keep your business moving forward, and we do appreciate you supporting our business. You got it. Thanks. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. 757. What a nice guy he is. Don't you think, Shelly? You know, he... <clears throat> excuse me, hairball. <laughs> he he actually is pretty amazing. He's And he's a good human. You know, he's not, he's not only an excellent business owner, an excellent boss. He's a good human. If you see him in the workplace, if you see him in... Um, outside of the workplace he's just he's even across all the boards you see caleb and that's what you get you know i'm i'm going to say this and i at the risk of of having people sort of uh you know roll their eyes at me but when you run a business especially if you own that business you get a bigger perspective of the world and you sort of realize how everything is sort of interconnected. And there's no perfect uh, uh, example of this, of what we're going through right now, that when a couple people get, uh, and I don't mean you know, uh, in, the, in the, uh, uh, the metaphor sense, but when someone gets a sniffle, a lot of people get sniffles. Okay, now we have it to the point where when we have this virus that's running around and obviously it's infecting people's, uh, affecting people's health, but it's doing more than that, that it's affecting people all over the place as far as, you know, working and things like that. And Caleb's one of those guys that when you talk to him, he sort of sees the big picture and understands that you have to be a part of your community. You have to essentially, um, you know, work to make the community stronger. And like I always say all the time, as the tide rises, so do all boats. Unfortunately, there are people out there that will say, well, when the tide rises, they want their boat to float and everybody else is to sink. But that's not, you know, if you look at the big, big picture, that's not how it works. Some people get it. Some people don't. You know what I'm saying? And obviously he does. I do. I know exactly what you're saying. 
Okay, it is coming up on 8 o'clock. Uh, we are making uh, verbal uh, calls here. And uh, do we stay on for another half an hour, 45 minutes, see what the heck happens? I actually think that we should. Uh, because I don't have any place to go. <laughs> well, actually, I do, but that's a whole other story. Uh, and maybe maybe I can get somebody on here who will help me with my transmission and my car. I was talking about this earlier that my little car that I was bragging about that I paid $500 for yesterday, the transmission started to get funky on me, uh, coming off a couple of stoplights. It jerked coming off the stoplights. Then when I tried to back into a parking space, I was unsuccessful because I have no more reverse. It's gone. Uh, and the crazy thing about it is, although, you know what, this could very well be. I had this problem with one of my other cars, and it was a, you know, everything's electronic. And back in the a day. A Framister? No, it was a, it was a, it was a control module within the, the transmission, and it wasn't that, it wasn't that tough to fix. They, you know, they essentially got in there. And it did throw a code on me last night uh, when I was having all this problem, so I need to get my uh, scan tool out and uh, see what the codes are. Uh, it might be something that, uh, because I told you the uh, transmission fluid's not burnt up and there's, you know, it's, it's, it's in good shape and I've got the uh, proper level. Because I'm thinking to myself, okay, maybe I'm just low in transmission fluid. No, wasn't the case. <laughs> that would be the easy fix, but no such luck, right? No such luck, Brad. Yeah. I thought it was it was crazy that Caleb talking about wrenching on things. I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> that, he's a man of the trade. Oh, well, through that's, and through. that's one of those things that only if you uh, frick stuff do you understand. I mean, well, I think people understand what that means, but that's like an inside joke, you know. Oh, I saw I saw so and so wrench. It's a subculture. Yeah, Everything I, is. A, I I know what wrench it means. Well, wrenching. Yeah, I saw. And I know what a Phillips is. <laughs> Can you imagine that? The people don't know what a Phillips head screwdriver is? I can. Oh, I my can, God. I mean, when he said that, I was like, come on. Everybody knows what a Phillips head screwdriver is. But, if I wasn't in a male-dominated field, I probably wouldn't have known it. Oh, man. Do you, but you even know what a Torx head is, don't you? I'm sorry? I said you probably even know what a Torx head driver is, right? Yes, I do. Wow. I am impressed. 801. Westplex 107.1. If we never met in a crowded room... That wouldn't happen anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't. You know, it's interesting. Some of the songs we're playing right now have different meanings to them. You know what I'm saying? If you pick up certain lines and then go like, okay, that's not, you can't do that anymore. And like, you know, if we played some of the EDM stuff like, hey, in the club. Well, I don't think there are too many clubs open right now, right? Uh, although, although, I guess... I don't know. I guess in St. Charles County, you could still get away with having. Well, no, no. It's still the national thing is what it's what uh, 10 persons or less is that what it is now as far as the national. It thing? is. Yeah. Yes. OK, so you couldn't have a you couldn't have a, a, a club with like uh, the old disco days and stuff like that. Too too few people. Did I tell Michael's you those in the time machine? I loved them. Did, did I did I talk about this on the air with you last week or off air about the fact that uh, Jane Duker? Did I tell you this story? No, not at all. Jane Duker is a somewhat prominent attorney. Um, she used to work in government, and now if you if you listen to radio, uh, especially on CamoX, she's on CamoX quite a bit. Uh, they have a thing on uh, Friday afternoons where she's part of what they call the roundtable. It's pretty interesting. They have various politicians and public figures on there, and they debate various things. And she's a very liberal Democrat, and I'm not making fun of her. She would be the first to admit that, and that's sort of her, 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 her view on things. And she used to work, I believe she worked actually in the uh, Nixon administration when he was not President Nixon, but Governor Nixon. And now she is in uh, practice where she's doing um, a lot of different political kind of stuff. And I think she's doing, you know, like stuff for the Democratic Party. Anyway, 
couple weeks ago, I heard her on the air. I'm driving around, and you know, once again, I'm a radio dude. I listen to different radio stations, and I'm listening to Mark Reardon, who is the afternoon guy in KMOX, and Jane Duker's on there, and she says, have you ever found out things about your parents that you never knew about them? And Mark says, no. I, mean, we, I can't remember what he said. He said, he says, not really, but a couple things. And she said, do you know what I found out? My mom and dad used to own a disco. <laughs> and Mark, you, I do remember talking about that. <laughs> and Mark I just went, don't remember her name. Right. Mark went, what? Your mom and dad own a disco? And she goes, yeah, I was out in West County. And, you know, and I think now to the point where it's like, wow, I can't believe my mom and dad were like disco dancers and they owned a disco, you know. And then she said the name of the place, the distillery. And I said, oh, my God, I worked there. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, okay, there were two married couples that owned it. And I remember both married couples. And I'm thinking, I wonder if she's the daughter of the one married couple or the other married couple. And I'm trying to think, I wonder how I could get a hold of her. And I tried to find like, you know, uh, various, uh, you know, phone number. And I couldn't find anything far. So all of a sudden, one day I thought to myself, ah, I think I follow her on Twitter. So sure enough, I did. And I sent her a direct message. And I said, I heard you talk about, you know, the fact that you found out that your parents owned the disco. I worked there. And like two minutes later, she responds, were you a DJ? Yes, I was. And I, you know, told her how I, you know, and I said, was your mom Pat? And she goes, yeah, Pat Arleman, her and her husband, the two super nice people. Um, and I don't know how they put up with me, but I worked there, I don't know, about a year or so. And man, at the time, it was a hot spot. It was, it was called the distillery and it was out. Remember, and if you, I don't know if it's still out there. I think, I don't know if they called it anymore. They called it what? The barn at Lucerne out there on what? Clayton and Kersmill, I believe it is. Um, and for a while it was uh, part of the building was used for, uh, the West County campus of, uh, the St. Louis community college. But there was a place downstairs called Sam Wilson's meat market. And it's something else now. And then upstairs was the distillery. And it was this cool disco that was like sort of in the barn, had a very high ceiling. And, and once again, how in the world did I work there? It was like really upscale. It was like, you know, it was like all sorts of uh, nicely dressed people and uh, people who had uh, nice cars and me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sometimes I'd pinch myself, think to myself, I can't believe I'm working here, you know, because it was like uh, sort of the creme de la creme of West St. Louis County. Brad, you were the creme of no, the la creme no. of St. Louis County. No, that was that was in, believe it or not, that was in my, I'm trying to think, was I real heavy then still? I think I was still like, I think those were in my heavy days. I think that's when I was like tipping the scales at, at 300 plus. So <laughs> I can't even imagine you in that scenario. Oh Do you have God. pictures? I know I burnt them all. <laughs> Did you really? No, good thing there wasn't social media back then because, man, I'd be I'd be scouring the internet trying to get all those old pictures of me off. <laughs> yeah, I graduated from high school, and the day I graduated, I went down to the gym, and I weighed myself. I weighed 162. Two years later, I weighed 310. I almost doubled in size. And it was the classic example of going from... Um, is that called the DJ spread? No, it was no, it was it was it was because I, I led a totally different lifestyle. I mean, I was in marching band, I played sports, I worked as a curboy at Steak and Shake when we had to run all night long. I mean, I was I was probably eating you know seven eight thousand calories a day, literally. I mean, and because you know you're young, you're active, you know, you just burn it off. Well, then all of a sudden, I went away to college 
and I had a totally different job, and I actually studied. I worked as a police dispatcher, so instead of being on my feet all night long when I worked like at Steak and Shake, I was on my butt all night long, and I just kept eating seven, 8,000 calories a day, and it just, bang. I mean, it just hit me. I mean, I gained weight like crazy. You know, but anyway, back in the day. Hey, it is BS in the morning. What we're doing is we're trying to, we're going to be on a little bit longer this morning. Uh, we're trying to uh, keep you up to date on what's going on locally. Uh, we're going to have Mike Elam coming on a minute here. Matter of fact, we're going to play one more song and he's going to be on. And there's something interesting that we're going to be talking about with Mike that St. Charles County is doing that I don't think I've heard of any other place doing it. Uh, but we're going to have him coming up next. And by the way, if you would like to uh, get in touch with us, and have you on the air to promote your business, even if you're not a current advertiser of the station. We'd love you to support our station, wouldn't you, Shelley? I would love that, yes. Because we're, we're a small, small local business as well. Yeah, real small at this point. But anyway, you can contact. Uh, it's okay if I give your cell number out? Absolutely. Uh, 314-447-8835. That's Shelley. Uh, my cell number is 314-280-8880. Once again, she's 314-447-8835. I am 314-280-8880. You can, uh, we'd appreciate it when we're on the air that she didn't call us at least, uh, text us, and we're going to stay on the air probably until uh, about 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, if you want to call us, call after 9. If you want to text us, text us now, and we'll see what we can do about trying to help promote your business, whatever you got going on. Uh, it is 8.16, Westplex 107.1. It is Carly Ray Jepsen, and call me maybe. Good morning to you. Shelly, you know, there's an interesting trivia fact about that uh, song, the video. Do you know about that? I don't. What is it? Do you know who paid for part of that video? Her mother? No, you'll never guess. Who? The country of Canada. <laughs> oh, because she shot her video in Canada. Well, I think she's Canadian, and, and the government in Canada has a um, um, an outreach program where they try to help promote uh, Canadian artists. And uh, believe it or not, if you watch the end of the video, there's actually a credit on there, the fact that, uh, at least the one I saw, that uh, part of the video was funded in part by the county, or by the, by the, by the, you know, the country of Canada. Why can't I get... Well, I know that people do videos and movies and uh, what are those called? Um, oh, yeah. Netflix right, in Canada. Oh, yeah. There's, and matter of fact... Because they pay them right, to right. do that. Well, they get real good, uh, you know, they get tax breaks and stuff like that. Plus, if yeah. you watch any of the uh, HGTV stuff, almost like the Property Brothers, almost all those the homes they do are in Canada. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, no yeah. wonder they're so expensive. Mike, Mike Elam knows that. Matter of fact, you know, Mike, why why won't St. Charles County pay Shelly and I to do our new video? You know, I'm I'm sure there's probably a grant or something for that that we can get worked out. I just uh, I don't know what that is right now. Mike Elam, who man, you know, Friday we have you on the air. This morning we have you on the air. Mike is a, uh, and and uh, can I call you a recovering media person? You can call me that. <laughs> Mike and I go way back. Mike first came to St. Louis, worked for KXOK. Remember that? Remember back in the old days? All News 630. Yes, yes. Yeah. And Hot 97. Yes, and then and then you worked for uh you worked for uh Gannett. Uh you were over there, correct? You know, I love the fact that you just have my entire radio history memorized. <laughs> that is so awesome. 
I, and frightening at the same time. I can't remember where I parked my car at the shopping center, but I can tell you exactly what jobs you've had in the past, right? Uh, but <laughs> now I didn't start a traffic service or anything fancy like that. I was just an <laughs> on-air and production guy. Well, now he's a county government official for St. Charles County. Commissioner, which district again? Uh, district 3. District so I don't know if that's saying, are you saying I went up or down in life <laughs> by, by that statement? Maybe that was one of those horizontal moves, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, and, and specifically what is that, O'Fallon and Darden Prairie? So it's mostly Cattleville and Weldon Spring. There's a little bit of Darden Prairie, a little bit of O'Fallon, and a little bit of St. Peter's. It's all kind of worked into that. Man, it's, it's, There's seven county council districts in St. Charles County, and that's mine. Is that what they call gerrymandering? <laughs> no, that's not what they call it. That's just called districting. A districting. And it's the same setup that they have in St. Louis County. St. Louis County has seven county council members as well. Got it. Okay, now, we had you on the air on Friday morning, and the reason being was there was an emergency meeting on Friday. What came about at the emergency meeting on Friday with the St. Charles County Council? So all four of the issues that um, we talked about on Friday passed. Um Three of them unanimously, and then one of them, which was the, um, you can only have 10 people together for a recreational or social gathering at a time. Um, that one passed, but it was not unanimous. But it's now statewide, so it doesn't really matter, I guess, from one standpoint that the county passed it. But at least, um, so that's, that's now all the way across the board. You cannot have more than 10 people for a recreational or social gathering. So um, you can still have that if you have official capacity or at work. That's still allowed. But obviously the governor put into place also uh, social distancing. So trying to get people to remember, stay your six feet apart. Um, so that's in place statewide along with the 10 people or fewer uh, only for recreational and social gatherings. Now, I know that uh, uh Steve Elman, uh, the county executive, yeah. has been pretty much going along with what happened in St. Louis City and St. Louis County, but over the weekend, he didn't. And uh, right now we have the, uh, the uh, in effect, already in St. Louis County with the essentially the non-critical people. It goes in effect this afternoon. Um, Steve essentially, essentially said, uh, you know, just be smart. Is that pretty much what he said? That's a fair, uh, yes, that's, that's what he said. I mean... Really, so this is a tough call that you're going to make. And all weekend long, I've been hearing from people on both sides. So people have been texting me and emailing me and all of the council members saying, you know, we need to shut down the county and um, follow what St. Louis City and St. Louis County are doing and shut it all down. And then other people are saying, don't go that far. We can do this on our own. We don't need the government to tell us to stay home and wash our hands and social distancing and all of that type thing. So... The county split, so what the county executive is doing right now is saying, look, we have a lot of restrictions that are in place already that should pretty much cover you. And what he's asking is for people to do this voluntarily without the government mandating it. And he's asking people to be smart, pay attention to the restrictions that the governor has put in place, that the county has put in place. And if we do that, then we feel that overall, uh, we should limit this. Some people are going to question that. You can always go further. There's always a chance to, if, if you see things going in the wrong direction, to turn the heat up, so to speak. Um, 
pardon that expression, but it's it's just one more arrow in the quiver, I guess, that right now he wants to leave sitting there and let's see how it goes. Because what he's worried about is when you start putting together these lists of essential businesses, that list of essential businesses varies depending upon the person's situation that they're facing at the moment, right? So how big of a list are you going to make? And then how much are you going to go back and how and determine that? And it just gets messy. So then you have people who are skirting all of that because they need that service. They need that product or something like that. So uh, he's just trying to do a wait-and-see approach. We have three positive cases in St. Charles County right now. Um, all three of them are travel-related, one from Italy, one from Spain, one from a hot area over in Illinois. Um, but I think what you're seeing is there's 23 counties out of the 115 counties in the state of Missouri that have at least one positive case. So I, I put 115 in there and saying the city of St. Louis as its own county, 114 otherwise. But that means 92 counties in the state of Missouri do not have one positive case at the moment. Now, with testing restrictions and things like that, you can make a big argument that they're already out there and we just don't know it. But that's where we sit right now. And I think that's why you're seeing uh, Governor Parson hit the pause button and say, I'm not shutting down the state because of the 106 positive cases that we had as of this morning. I think 70 of those are limited to five counties in the state of Missouri, and it's pretty much the high population counties in the state of Missouri. And, and so I think everybody's trying to be smart but cautious at the same time. Right, and typically, you talked about the, the seven counties. Those counties have a lot of transportation hubs. For example, city of St. Louis, we have the airport, we have Amtrak, things like that. And a lot of the counties, uh, obviously the rural counties, don't have that kind of transportation situation. Right. I mean, you're really seeing St. Louis City, St. Louis County, um, the Kansas City area, and uh, Greene County down in Springfield. Those are really the ones that you see the most. And one of the things that you'll probably also see is um, those who had high college populations who may have gone on spring break before all this stuff was as hot and heavy as what it is right now. Um, they may have gone to some areas that they probably should not have gone to in hindsight, and they brought it back with them. And now you're seeing uh, people who we thought before really weren't that affected with this in that um, upper teens to mid-20s section is turning out to be the highest hospitalized uh, area that we have other than seniors. No kidding. Because they really didn't take it seriously, and they went to all kinds of areas that were infected, and They've infected a lot of their friends because they're also the most social. So are you telling me that those kids I saw in all the videos who were going like, hey, man, we're down here on the beach. There's no problem. We're, we're okay. Are you telling me they're they're in, pro, in uh, having some situations now? How can that be? Yeah, what are the odds? Huh? <laughs> I, 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 was, I was shaking my head at, you know, a lot of people are smart. A lot of people use very good judgment, and they do the things they are supposed to do to keep themselves and their families safe. And St. Charles County, for the last nine years, has always been ranked as one of the top three, if not the healthiest county in the state of Missouri. And the county executive is quick to point out, it's not because we have a rock star health department, which we do, 
but it's because the citizens chose to make smart, healthy decisions when given a choice. But there is a section of the population out there that I don't know what happened to them growing up, but man, there's something missing. And you have these people, you've seen them videos of licking door handles. Oh, and, God. Uh, a lady licking a toilet seat on an airplane and saying, you know, this is all fake. And I'm like, you know, there comes a point where natural selection kicks in. <laughs> yes. It's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> right. We're, hey, wait, you know what? Have you ever heard the uh, the, the joke? Uh, you know what the, the famous last words of, uh, of uh, rednecks in videos are? beer no hey watch this <laughs> okay going back one thing um you sound like you've already taken some feedback on this and obviously uh, steve ellman has taken some uh, negative and positive feedback do i ask uh, right. mike elam personally how you feel about the fact that uh, the uh, county uh, government of st charles county has sort of taken a wait and see attitude i fully support the county executive and what he's doing okay um I, I think right now, uh, because of the way that St. Charles County citizens are acting, if they continue to follow that, I think we'll be as good as we can be without completely shutting down everything. Um, I would, we talked about this on Friday, and I would echo this again. If you've got a favorite restaurant that you really want to see supported, um, champion them and get out there and make sure that people are calling in, doing carry-out orders and deliveries to those particular restaurants, trying to keep them in business. Um, if, uh, if you can do something at home and just stay at home, if you can work from home, work from home. If you don't have to get out, don't get out. If we can do that voluntarily and we don't have to make it a government mandate and we don't have to worry about trying to arrest and ticket and things like that to our citizens, then I think that would be better for everybody in the long run. Mike Elam, he was uh, one of the big wigs in St. Charles County, and I know I'm going to hit you with this. I, we talked about briefly off air, but I got a, a press big release in this, and this is on Westplex.news. Uh, let me just read this to you. It says, access to St. Charles County government buildings requires a travel and temperature screening. Uh, and it says, view the health screening form PDF that will be needed to complete at the entrance of county buildings in order to enter. That's everybody now, correct? That's everybody. As a matter of fact, on our Friday morning meeting, uh, Councilman Cronin and Councilman Brazel were not allowed into the meeting because they had been to hot spots over in Illinois. Really? So even though they did not have a temperature, they were not allowed to join the meeting in person. So did they did they do it on the phone, or are they just not part of the meeting? Councilman Brazel did it on the phone. Councilman Cronin did not. So um, it's it's one of those kind of things where they're trying to make sure that everybody's safe as much as you can. We don't want to expose county employees to anything that we don't have to. Um, so we're trying to make sure that they have a little bit of an understanding of who they're dealing with in the public before they walk into the building. And we only have the first floor open of the county administration building right now. So when you walk in, you will get a temperature scan and you will have to answer a questionnaire before you're allowed to proceed through the building and uh, interact with the different departments. Interesting, interesting. County, empl county employees have to do this as well. So every county employee, when they walk in, they have to do the same screening when they come to work. Well, I, I heard a nasty rumor that if you're an employee, you're just going to be like one of those, uh, you know, those, uh, uh, you know, electronic scans. But if you're like a citizen coming in there to complain, you, they do it rectally. Is that true? 
I don't believe so, but um, <laughs> you, you never know. They get it to the council members, who I know our, our administration team has it, and our attorneys have to deal with it, so everybody at the executive building has to do it. Uh, I'm assuming that it's following course with everything else, but we'll see. Uh, and by the way, uh, phone number here, uh, what I have, if you want more information, you can call the Department of Public Health in St. Charles County, 636-949-7400. That's their number, so you, you can have, ask them about the whole situation. And if you want to read and, this story... Can I also point out about the website? Yeah. Make sure that uh, you can find out all the latest website if you go to sccmo.org. Uh, they've got all the latest numbers. They'll... They'll point out all the information. It shows all of the executive orders the county executive has issued to this point. So you can find out um, the restrictions that you are living under right now. And you can find out where you can get uh, help with different services and business loans and things like that for our small business owners. And, and you know what else I know? Because I heard your voice saying it. What's that? Bandanas has curbside delivery. That's right. <laughs> right now, you can go check it out at bandanasbbq.com. I heard you do. You need to smell that smoke. Yes, <laughs> and that is none other than Mike Elam. If you hear that commercial, of course, they're not advertising on our radio station. Shame on them. But I've heard Oh, I'm it. sorry about that. Yeah, so am I. Sorry for the free plug. <laughs> but uh, that's Mike Elam doing the voiceover in that commercial, advising you that if you have the hankering for that, uh, isn't that what you say? You say hankering? I something like that yeah something like that anyway uh bandanas is doing curbside delivery mike elam thank you very much if people want to get in touch with you is there contact information yeah the easiest way to get me is at the county website so do the sccmo.org just go to the county council page and all of the county council information is there so if you need to get a hold of your councilman that's the best way to do it and you can always send an email to the entire council if you want your voice to be heard at council at sccmo.org, and that will reach all of us at one email. Oh, that's cool. So one email and you get seven people, right? There you go. And and by the way, Mike, it's 836 and 24, 25, 26, <laughs> six. <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're going to have accurate time, you should have a master clock telling you what it is. Thank you for getting that plug in, and that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at my very own master clock. Thank you very much, Mike Elam. It's 8.36 and 40 seconds, 41, 42. I love my master clock. Mike, if you don't mind, maybe we'll give you a call a bit later this week. I appreciate all your information. I learned a lot, to tell you the truth. And I, quite honestly, I'm personally glad to see St. Charles County do this. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Like you said, it's uh, minute by minute, day by day as things change. You know, it's it's always nice to be a part of BS in the morning. <laughs> Mike, have a good day now. All right, man. You guys take care. Bye-bye. Uh, Bye-bye. Isn't he just cool? He's a great guy. He really is. He He's, really, really is another good soul. Well, what I like about Mike is now, you know, <laughs> I'll say this when he's not on the phone. He's not a politician yet. <laughs> Maybe, you know, and maybe he'll stay the way he is because he's just a down, down, you know, down to earth kind of guy. You know what I mean? Yes, and he's he not like he's, you, he's you, and he's even you ask him you a know, question you, and he stands up for what he believes in and he's usually reasonable. Well, you ask him a question and he doesn't say, I'm glad you asked me that question. You know what I mean? Like the politicians do where they like spin it around and they never really answer. You ask him a question and, and he's really 
um, you know, a very approachable kind of guy. And I quite honestly, I think that's comes from the fact that he was in our industry. He was in the media business. And, you know, you're taught that, you know, in the old days, you were taught to be an announcer where every single syllable was properly enunciated and you sounded like a machine and nobody likes those people anymore. People like people that sound like them. They like uh, people that sound friendly and approachable. And that's Mike. And I think that's partly because of the fact that he's been in our biz. Like I talked about it last hour, the deal with Mark Kern, the county executive or the whatever he is, the chairman of the board in St. Clair County. When he worked for me a long time ago, he wanted to be able to sound like a, um, you know, uh, not necessarily a politician, but be able to, um, you know, put his thoughts into the soundbite kind of thing and not go on forever and not. And of course, the one thing. You mean not be verbose like me? Well, the one thing that, that, that Mark Kern said that he would never do is say things like, I got hairy legs that turn blonde in the sun. I'm sorry. Yeah, he probably would. <laughs> I just had to do that. I hadn't done it all morning. Okay, we're ba- way behind. Man child. <laughs> uh, guilty as charged. <laughs> we have to get caught up. G-A-C. <laughs> yeah, it's 839. Westplex 107.1, this is the extended version of BS in the Morning. Shelly and I have decided we're going to stay on until about 9 o'clock this morning, and we may just continue that uh, throughout uh, our current situation. Plus, today, and we're still trying to get all the uh, elements uh, in order, we may even have BS in the Morning in the afternoon. How's that? If you want to do that, would uh, if if we get that BS going? BS in the AM. <laughs> this BS in the AM and the PM. It'll be like the Frank Opinion Show because that was you know they used to talk talk about AM and the PM because of the fact that he used to be a morning show and then they moved him to afternoons, so it was AM and the PM. Um, anyway, we'll be BS in the morning and the afternoon. Uh, do I have to buy another web address for that? BS in the morning, in the afternoon dot show. Should I buy another one? No, I think I'll leave it alone. Um, Shelly is there. I am here. Um, we've decided to do this. We're practicing uh, distance socializing. Yes. Um, all sorts of crazy stuff going on. Every day is a new experience. Every hour Every is a hour new experience. Is a new yes. Experience. And, and what's interesting now is that um, what's happening in the Senate, there are now, I believe, five senators who are not able to vote because of the fact that one of them um, has actually tested positive for uh, COVID-19 and the other four have been in contact with him and other people. So they are essentially uh, self-quarantined. Matter of fact, uh, five of them. Wow. So that means, and you know what? You watch. They'll change the law on this because as it is right now, if you're a senator are a U.S. senator or a U.S. representative, you physically have to be in the building to vote. And I have a feeling they'll probably do some kind of an amendment or something like that um, so that you can do it remotely. Don't you think? Or do you think that uh, the hardliners say, nope, that's what the Constitution says. You have to be in the building. You can't vote if you're not here. Um, I agree. You agree with what? You agree? That- I don't know. I wasn't. I got a text, and I I 
didn't hear your last statement. Oh, I said that you're going to buy me a new truck this morning because of the fact that my car, the transmission's going out, and uh, you're going to buy me that new Rolex watch you promised me, and also uh, <laughs> you said you were going to wash my car for a year, and you were going to uh, personally scrub the, the sidewalls of my tires and you know, put that armor all on them to make it black, and you're going to do that twice a day for the next three years. And you said, I agree. I go, wow, life's good. <laughs> That is complete BS. No, it's not. I love Absolutely it. Absolutely, it is. No, it's not BS. It's not BS. The smartest woman in the world says because the framers of the Constitution did not do anything electronically. Are you sure about that? I thought I've for sure seen a picture with, with George Washington with one of those old flip phones. Don't you think? Isn't that one? I, didn't I see that? No? Like old school flip phones, stuff like that? Or maybe he had one of the old no. motor, the Motorola bricks. Remember the Motorola brick? I had a Motorola brick. You know George what Washington? You no, know, I was kidding. You know what a Motorola, Motorola, oh, yeah. you know what a Motorola brick was? I do. That was, I had one. That was the first, you know, now we carry these, you know, relatively small phones. I mean, although they've gotten bigger, you know, for a while they got real small with the flip phones. Yeah, now they've they gotten did. bigger. I didn't like that. But uh, the old Motorola brick was this monstrous phone that was the first portable cell phone. And it had, uh, they called it a brick because it started to look like a brick with an antenna sticking out the end. And it had, on the, on the edge of it, it had, instead of like on the face, on the edge of it, it had the keypad. Remember that? It was, it was, it was uh, if you looked at it from the front, it was very narrow. But yet, depth-wise, it was probably, what, what, four or five inches deep? Weren't they like that? And they were like eight, nine, ten inches tall, weren't they? What are you talking about? The Motorola bricks. Remember the old Motorola bricks, the phones? No. Um, they were big. Yeah, but but they were like they weren't they were not as 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 they were narrow the front of them when you looked at it. Correct. They, they were yes. they were deep. It was like the yeah. the front of the phone was was relatively, you know, it was only like maybe an inch and a half, two inches uh, across, but the battery in the back made it like 6 inches long, you know, 6 inches deep. And they were about they were about what 10 11 inches tall weren't they and like a big yeah, antenna on the they top were, they were pretty good size and they weighed about you know which one i remember what's that i i miss the bag phones no not the bag phones although i did have one of those yeah. no um my palm pilot i had one i miss that i've grieved over it ever since that I had to get rid of it. Well, that was one of those crazy things that didn't quite make the cut in technology. You know, everybody uh, for no, a while. No, and I would have thought they would have trans, you know, transferred all the um, electronics and whatnot to uh, making an app that was similar to well, there, the Palm Pilot, if, and they didn't. If I'm not mistaken, there was a cell phone that came out for a while that was based on the Palm Pilot, but I don't think it was very successful. I may be wrong in that, but I'll have to look that up. Hey, we're behind. I actually, it was the Trio. You're right, it was. There was the, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. See, I was correct then, right? See, my memory doesn't fail me. Who are you again? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Shelly, not Kelly. Oh, oh, Shelly, not Kelly. Oh, and thank goodness for that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we have to get caught up. It's 8.51. Westplex 107.1, The Man. Yes. I like that song. I really do. Uh, you know, she debuted that song on her um, documentary. I haven't talked about that in a while, have I? I need to watch that no, again. You haven't. That was really a good documentary on her. You know, I love documentaries. Um, I, I learn a lot from that. And you know what? I, I, I It's to the point where I have a more... 
of a uh, sympathetic view of, of, of her than I had. And I'm not trying to say, I, I always felt that she was being discriminated against because she was a young woman. I really do. I uh, feel that t- people didn't take her seriously, and I felt sorry about that. Matter of fact, just the other day, I read something. We talked about the fact that there aren't a lot of uh, women in country music now. Um, you know what? I can't remember if it was last week or the week before. For the first time, like in 20 years... There were three women artists' songs in the top ten of country music. Three. Really? Yeah. It hadn't happened like in 20 years. And and when you think about that, that's one of the interesting things with country music, that the bro the bro country thing has totally taken over. I mean, maybe it's on the wane right now because, you know, when I say bro country, the bro country meaning like, uh, you know, um, uh, Florida Georgia line, you know, I mean, and, and to the point where like I always kid about the fact that like it used to be in the old days, country music was you talk about your truck. You talk about your, you know, being arrested. You talk about, uh, you know, your mother. You talk about the train. You know, what's that? What's that song? The the perfect country song or something like that. Well, now it's you talk about. You still talk about your truck, but you talk about your thirty four inch wheels on your truck and your lifted truck, and you talk about your girlfriend uh, sitting with her pretty pink toes up on the dashboard. And you're going they to go always on. have done that. <laughs> no, not not. No, that was. I'm sorry. A, a long time ago, it was just a swinging on the front porch. Well, they, they and doing the watermelon well, crawl. They never talked about thirty years ago. They never talked about, you know, you know. Hey, my girlfriend. She's got her pretty pink toes on the dashboard, and we're going out in the country, going to get stuck in the mud, and we're going down by the river and going to skinny dip. I mean, they never talked about stuff like that. Yes, no. they did. No, they didn't. They talked about they talked about you know how they're you know they were a truck driver and they were driving those eighteen wheels. You know who was it? Uh, um, eighteen wheels and a dozen roses. Who is that? Uh, Kathy Matei, I believe. Boy, do I know my country or what? Um, you know, it was different then. You know, no. I, tell tell me one country song right now where they talk about driving an eighteen wheeler. Okay, there's not one. You know. Just they don't exist anymore. What happened to country music? What what happened to country music? About I mean, name me a song where they're talking about a honky tonk. There's nobody talking about honky tonks. Oh, nowadays. Yeah. No. No. Because there are no honky tonks in St. Louis. Well, there is one, and it's closed right now because I went by it the other night. Oh, did you go by what is that place over on? 109 yeah no it's it's on it's on 100 way out there in 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 yuppieville <laughs> in wildwood yeah and it's there what's it called um Stovall's. yes you still have to take me there and it's closed <laughs> they closed the town did they really well, because the, of know, this whole shenanigans yeah, that's ten, going on 10 people can't have more than 10 people in a place i mean it was sad because i mean when i went by the other night it was dark I mean, it, you know, I was even because normally, you know, like you go by there, you know, Friday, Saturday night, you see the lights, you see everybody pulling into the parking lot, you know, and I'm going, like, where's Stovall's? And I'm sort of looking as I'm driving, like, whoa, there it is. There's not a light on. I mean, there was no light. There was nothing. Not like no parking lot lights. No nothing. It was like dark as 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 night. And I'm going, like, man, that's sad. Um, that is such a shame. You know, it's sad when Stovall's is closed. You know, yeah, when, when there's yeah. no place you can go out and do your country line dancing and. And, you know, you can, uh, you know, see the band behind the chicken wire, you know. Do you know that they do that? I knew. I know that they do that, yes. No, they don't actually have chicken wire there, but some places used <laughs> they, to have that. Some places used yeah, to. So you wouldn't throw beer bottles at the, at the band. <laughs> I saw Patrick Swayze. Yeah, there we go. Okay. 
This is going to do it for us, the extended version of BS in the Morning. We'll be back this afternoon at 4 o'clock. If you have, and once again, let's give all our stuff here. We have a bunch of new things to promote the website. I put this site up uh, a couple weeks ago. We're now promoting it. It's actually turned out to be very popular. Westplex.news. And essentially what it is, it's an aggregation site. We're doing some local input on there as well, too. But if it has to do with St. Charles County, you're going to find it there. You're going to find things from uh, St. Charles County, from St. Charles City. Uh, I'm trying to think who else I have there. Wentzville City. You'll see news items, things like that. You'll see some of O'Fallon's videos from O'Fallon TV. If you want to watch some of the news videos, we have another website for that called westplex.video. That one is not strictly about... The Westplex area, it has a lot of videos in there from Channel 4 and Channel 5. You want to keep up to date on what's going on locally as far as TV news concern between newscasts and TV station. That one's worked great. We started a new group. We officially kicked it off last week. If you do business, if you have a business in the Westplex or do business in the Westplex that you want to promote, westplex.biz. It's like, what would you call it? Not a chamber of commerce. It's like a, we call it the Westplex Business Alliance. And essentially what we're trying to do is we're trying to bring together SMBs, meaning small and mid-sized businesses, small meaning under 100 employees, uh, medium, depending on which definition you use, under 1,000 or under 500 employees. Uh, Those are the businesses that are really taking it in the shorts right now. And we are doing our best to try to help. Um, it's a small initiation fee, 99 bucks for the year. But what do you get? Well, already we have Caleb, who's a member of the uh, Westplex uh, Small Business or Westplex Business Alliance. We had him on the air this morning. We'll be more than happy to do the same thing with you. And I don't want to make it sound like a money-grubbing guy. First off, 99 bucks a year translates in, what do we figure out, 27 cents a day? It was actually 24. 24 cents a day. Um, And if you can't pay the 99 bucks, call Shelly or I, and we'll see what we can do with you. Maybe we can trade you something or, you know, maybe you can, uh, you know, fix my transmission of my truck or something like that. I don't know. But we are trying to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. We're trying to be proactive and be on the same page with the people that know. And uh, I think we're trying to do everything we can to grow people's businesses. That's what we do. That's who we are. Right. And it was always tough to grow a business. It's even tougher. We want to try to do what we can to help you out. Uh, information, if you want to get in touch with Shelly, our cell text lines, you can, uh, uh, you know, either one of us call us or text us. Hers is 314-447-8835. It's 477. What did I say? 447. Um, excuse me. Yes. Uh-huh. 314-477-8835. You know what? I always get your number screwed up because 447 is one of the uh, St. Peter's exchanges. But that's 636. Oh, well, I'm sure they're tired of getting my calls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's uh, 314-477-8835. My number is yes. 314-280-8880. Or you can call uh, my uh, direct dial number, which is 636-922-4000. That's 636-922-4000. We will be back. I'm trying to think. Do I have to do? Yeah, I have one more break here. Okay, we're, we're going to play our last set of commercials. Man, we're way behind, but we've had a lot of people we've talked to this morning. Uh, we're going to play our break here. We'll be back at 4 o'clock, 
And once again, the offer stands. If you have a business that you'd like to promote, we will uh, do our best to get you on the air mornings, afternoons. We will uh, continue. If you are a government official and would like to tell about the various things going on, like we had Mike Elam uh, talk about all the different things that's going on in St. Charles County, more than happy to have you on. Uh, We are doing our best to try to serve in this time of need. And if you think we're not doing the right thing, Call us and tell us what we should be doing. We'll be more than happy to listen to you. Absolutely. Is that it? That That's it. Just everybody, you know, practice minimum safe distance. Give the elbow, the elbow bump. <laughs> the elbow or bump. Or jazz hands. <laughs> jazz and, hands. Uh, and, hey, just be careful out there. Shelly, I'm doing jazz hands, but I'm only using one finger in each hand. Do you see? Do you see? <laughs> okay, jazz phalanges does not count. <laughs> it's 906. <laughs>